Mitigating Conflict. When I was a little girl, there was a little kid on my street named Billy Dakin. He was a feisty, stubborn, hard-headed kid. He would never listen to anything he didn't agree with or want to hear. So if you tried to present to him an opposing point of view, he would simply repeat a la-la-la kind of mantra over and over to drown you out and plug up his ears. Today, when my husband and I disagree, and I feel sometimes like I'm not being heard, I will invoke Billy Dakin's name in vain. Stop Billy Dakening me, I will say. It's almost always good for a laugh, and in some cases, though not all, it works to diffuse the tension. The act of Billy Dakening might sound childish to you, and of course it totally is, but it happens all over the world these days. The editorial pages of newspapers have Billy Dakin this and Billy Dakin that, one less popular viewpoint over another. In doing so, they have obliterated a hallmark of journalism, the act of debate, which is a hallmark of democracy. Friendships, communities, state governments, and federal entities are all suffering from Billy Dakin syndrome. Without listening, conflict can't have any hope of resolution. Tongues and ears are only part of the problem, but to be sure our society is in a great need of unplugging their ears. I heard Rick Warren recently say that your ear is a far better tool for showing kindness than your mouth. When we listen, really listen to one another, we honor each other's personhood. We show that we can listen and still affirm the speaker even if we don't agree about what's being said. Once genuine dialogue is forged, we set the stage for potential detente and reconciliation in some cases. Some Billy Dakin types might view restoration as resignation, but it's not. Defined, it actually means the act of making one view or belief compatible with another. Such a connection or bridge can only be extended when we are listening and empathizing and truly putting our feet in the shoes of another. Granted, that won't be easy, but it is essential to forging and keeping peace. Do you want to understand other viewpoints better? Even if agreement can't be reached, even within Christian circles, it's possible to disagree on non-salvation issues. Just make sure, like old Billy, that you don't do all the talking. In 1 Corinthians 13.1, we read that a person without love is like a noisy gong or a clanking cymbal. And in James 1.19, we read, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Join me in creating a pathway to listening and to shutting down our Billy Dakin propensities. By the way, Billy became an architect, so I'm hoping he's learned the art of bridge building. And today I'd like to share with you this excerpt from my second book, The Trap Door, Injustice, Making Amends Within Ministries and Christian Friendships. The rich dimension of Christian friendship is unmatched in the secular world, no matter how close or celebrated or infamous a relationship may be. If Jesus is not at the center, no one involved will operate on as high a plane as a Christian friend does. As Christians, we follow the first and greatest commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. When we do that, we put the other person's needs on the same plane as ours, or even, in some cases, above our own. When working together in ministries with people of like mind and purpose, it's easy to imagine that conflicts and injustices will not arise. Sometimes we might even be under the impression, mistakenly, that we are best suited to ministries where this doesn't occur, so we believe that when a conflict does arise, it's a sign that it's time to bail. But when we act on emotion and react from it without discernment or reason, we give in to what the enemy wants, his trap to conquer and divide God's people. God's word tells us we are to be peacemakers, to love each other deeply, 
for love covers a multitude of sins. And that's from 1 Peter 4.8. When something is said in haste and not carefully worded, we must take precautions not to read too much into it. And if we recognize that we're guilty of this and it's pointed out to us, we must be ready and willing to apologize if we're offended. It's important to take care of these little skirmishes before they grow into a Hatfield and McCoy kind of feud that could last for years. In that infamous case, the feud lasted 28 years. We must be continually ready and willing to forgive and be forgiven for two very important reasons. We must do all we can to live at peace with everyone, as we read in Romans 12:18, and we must also work against any desire to instigate or propagate misunderstanding or discord. Extending armfuls of olive branches is more valuable than making our points in social media or in discussions or activities where disagreements arise. The most important reason for adopting a peacekeeping lifestyle involves the give and take of forgiveness. Your life literally depends on it. We read in Matthew 6.15 that if you refuse to forgive others their sin, your Heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. And according to Bible scholar Bruce M. Metzger, when we fail to forgive people, the devil has a stronghold on us. We are implying that the sin of the offender is greater than the sins we committed against God. In other words, how can we repent and come to God when we believe that the sins of others against us are greater than our sins against God? We can't receive the righteousness of God through faith if we maintain and hold on to our self-righteousness before the eyes of God. In light of that, being an instrument and proponent of peace is a win-win. And the key to kingdom living is embrace a peaceful lifestyle filled with grace among Christian friends. And the doorpost is, so then, if you bring your gift to the altar and remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. Matthew 5, 23-24 Thank you for tuning in today to His GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her first two books in her Plan Door Devotion Trilogy are available on Amazon. Her bi-monthly blogs can be found at cindyyorks.com.